welcome to Unchained TV, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. You're about to hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your health, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. I am so excited to be bringing you an extraordinary story. It is a wild story that is going down in upstate New York, and it's been going down for more than a year. And you are looking at some of the cast of characters, these rescued farm animals who call Asha's Farm Sanctuary home. It's about 40 miles north of Buffalo, New York, Normally a very peaceful and quiet place. You can see these animals are so serene and so happy. But over a year ago, in 2022, around the summertime, something crazy happened. Two cows, not these cows that we're showing you right now, but two cows wandered on to the property of Asha's Farm Sanctuary. And then all hell broke loose. And what ended up happening is the founder and president of the sanctuary ended up getting arrested. She ended up getting shackled. She ended up being charged. She ended up having a protest outside her sanctuary, not one, but a whole protest campaign against her and her sanctuary. And if you can look at these animals, the ones that are there, enjoying life on Asha's farm sanctuary, you might say, whoa, what a contrast between what happened to Tracy Murphy, the founder of this sanctuary, and the tranquility and serenity of these animals. I want to go straight out to Tracy Murphy and just ask her, you know, what the heck happened from your perspective? First of all, Jane, thank you so much uh, for having me on and letting me tell my story. Uh, so deeply in gratitude to you. Um, I have a sanctuary. I rescue animals and uh, we provide them forever refuge. They would not be alive today. And uh, one day, I, I was out getting my coffee early in the morning like I normally do. And uh, it was before my workers uh, were even at the sanctuary. And I pulled up in the driveway and I looked across and I was like, is that Moses? Is I thought that one of the rescued cows were outside of the fence. And I looked again and I was like, no, that's not Moses. And I got out of the car and it was these two precious young cows. Uh, immediately I thought, oh my gosh, they're, they're loose. They're on the sanctuary. They're at the sanctuary. They're loose. They could get hit by a car. They could leave. They could run into traffic. Anything could happen. And I was so concerned about them. So I uh, 
got them safe. I, I got them inside uh, the fencing and, and got them safe. And uh, I immediately called the SPCA. Uh, I reported it. I let them know that they were there. I told them what happened. Uh, and then I went out, I went about my business. I, I uh, took care of these beautiful animals that I named Ishmael and Little Willow. And that's Ishmael on uh, the brown uh, cow with the horns. And his name means God will hear. It's a very special name to me because it was a name of an employee that had to, to leave and uh, go back to Mexico because his visa ran out and he had to leave his family. And he was such a wonderful person and uh, helped the sanctuary so much. So that's who I named him after. And Little Willow uh, was named after um, a cow that we had rescued uh, that looked a lot like her, and she seemed to have the same personality. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's Little Willow. Um, I took care of them. I got to know them. Uh, Ishmael was really, really sweet and shy, and it was like he felt that he needed to be protected. Uh, he like he wanted to trust so bad, but he wasn't sure of himself. And my heart just went out to Ishmael. And uh, little Willow was a little bit tougher, and she wanted to protect him. And uh, she was really, really sweet. I loved her so much. Uh, so this basically what I did was I, I took care of them. And uh, I waited for the SPCA to take their report. Uh, they came to the sanctuary. Uh, I let them into the sanctuary. It was almost a week later. Uh, they took photos of of the animals, and uh, they were going to find, you know, try to find whoever owned them. Uh, I uh, all I can say is is that um, somebody had uh, come forward and. Uh, I had asked for proof of ownership because I wanted to make sure. Uh, and I asked for proof of ownership and uh, they would not give me the proof of ownership. And I was not going to uh, hand over these beautiful cows without it. And uh, uh, so they came to the my property and and this was a phone call when I asked for this, and they came to my property without uh, um, any proof of ownership. They came with a transport trailer with an entourage of people that I didn't even know and demanded that the cows go onto their uh, trailer, and I refused. I said, without proof of ownership, I, I, I refused. And uh, I must have asked them to leave my property at least 13 times. I was on the phone with my attorney because I had contacted an attorney um, when this all happened. And he said, Tracy, you did everything right. Uh, they need to show you the proof of ownership. Uh, and they also need to compensate you for any kind of uh, uh, care that you provided to these animals. Um, 
I, I was basically interrogated by a police officer. I had told the police officer that I, I wanted to speak to my attorney. I, and uh, like I said, it, was, it took like 13 times before they left. It was just an awful experience, an awful experience. So they finally uh, left. And it was about a week later that they didn't come back with proof of ownership or, or compensation uh, for the care for these animals. Instead, what they did is they came with a warrant, a search warrant, and uh, they seized the little willow and Ishmael. And they put handcuffs on me and they took me to jail. When I was in jail, I was there all day. It was, I was placed in a cold cell. I asked for a blanket. I couldn't even get a blanket. Um, I was strip searched. Uh, I was placed in a, a dirty cell um, and given food that, I'm a vegan, given food that uh, contained animal products, so I really wasn't eating. Um, finally, at the end of the day, they opened up the cell door and uh, they put me in shackles. They put me in shackles around my ankles, around my waist, and they put me in judge. And they told me that uh, I was being charged with a felony or um, with a uh, prison sentence of up to seven years. Uh, they silenced, go ahead. Well, yeah, I wanted to show a little bit of what happened after that. It became this huge news story. And um, there were tons of videos, live reports, written reports. I'm just going to give you sort of just um, a little taste of it to get a sense of what was going on in this community, this rural agricultural community where she lives. A new chapter in the new fame farm drama with the arrest of Tracy Murphy. The owner of Osha's Farm Sanctuary is now charged with grand larceny. And at the center of it all, two cows. Tracy Murphy is now facing third degree grand larceny charges. No cameras or audio recordings were allowed at the arraignment, which was held at the Niagara County Correctional Facility. Murphy was arraigned just after six o'clock, appearing in full shackles around her waist and wrists. Something a legal expert tells me is not standard operating procedure, especially not for a first offense non-violent criminal charge. Murphy pleaded not guilty in front of Judge Pamela Ryder and was released earlier tonight, having no comment while walking to her car. So this was a saga that began well over a year ago, and you are still trapped in the middle of it. Uh, first of all, we'd like to say we invite anybody from the other side on to Unchained TV at any time. We would love to dialogue with you. You have an open invitation. Uh, I'm happy to report that your case has now been reduced to a misdemeanor. Is that why you're finally able to speak? Because you were not able to speak for a long time. I kept calling you and saying, hey, how would you like to do an interview? And you weren't even able to answer that question. Uh no, that's really not the reason. I, I'm, I'm glad that it was reduced, but that's not the reason. Uh, they silenced me 
from the moment they arrested me, they put an unconstitutional gag order on me. I was not allowed to be on social media. I could not talk about the case. I was not allowed to fundraise for the animals. I couldn't do anything. And it was devastating for us, devastating that because and we have to feed these animals. It's thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to take care of these animals every year. And, and for me not to be able to get onto social media or, you know, to, to fundraise for these animals was just devastating. Uh, so, yeah, they, they, they silenced me, Jane, for uh, over a year. It was unconstitutional. Uh, we tried to get it lifted. Uh, the, uh, the judge at the time just was denying it, denying it. Uh, this judge was eventually recused. Uh, from the case. Uh, it went to a superior court, and then the superior court finally lifted that uh, horrible, horrible gag order. Uh, so now I'm free to talk to you today. Well, uh, let me say we've got callers lining up. Uh, this has obviously touched a nerve with a lot of people. So let's go straight out to the callers and uh, hear what some of the folks have to say. Nilofar in Dallas, Texas, your question or thought for Tracy Murphy of Asha's Farm Sanctuary in Newfane, New York. Hello. Um, I'm utterly gobsmacked by listening to your story, Tracy. Um, the, the way you have been treated is the way uh, prisoners of conscience are treated in dictatorial uh, nations. Also, um, what you did is very standard operating procedure. For example, in our neighborhoods, when um, dogs or cats show up to our house and, and we figure it belongs to somebody, um, we, we hold them as much as we can. And when they come for them, we, we say, show, show us that you are the actual owner. And, um, and then we go from there. So, uh, Everything you did was legal, and we won't even get into the uh, compassionate part. Uh, it just seems to me that um, it's just shocking to me that um, there's there's no accountability for for those who have put you through this. Um, one year of your life uh, has gone under extreme duress, and. Um, and that's the minimum of it. And um, in the the the, the, the judge, um, no accountability. And so, uh, I mean, is this is 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 this an anomaly, or is this standard operating procedure moving forward? I mean, there was another other cases with, for example, Wayne Chung. I mean, I I, I feel that this nation is just walking in the wrong direction. Um, yeah, please comment. Thank you so much for everything you do. Well, thank you for that. You know, I can also weigh in on that question, having just covered Unchained TV was the only news organization that covered the trial of Wayne Chung here in California, uh, where he was facing uh, years and years in prison for open rescue, which is a different thing. That's going in with a group of people after having conducted an undercover investigation, determining that there's evidence of animal cruelty, taking it to the district attorney. There is no prosecution. 
Um, there's no investigation by law enforcement. And then uh, using certain legal justifications, um, like the necessity defense, et cetera, to go in there and to take animals that are sick and suffering out. That's a totally different thing. But he was just convicted. It's interesting that two supposedly of the most progressive states in the nation, New York and California, are um, are are waging these campaigns against uh, animal activists. Let's face it, it's a campaign against animal activists. So um, what is next for you? How are you struggling financially as a result of all this? You are in a remote area uh, north of Buffalo, New York. Um, your neighbors, uh, according to you, the community has turned against you. They have T-shirts that say thou shalt not steal that are are connected to this case. Um, I could even show, I didn't want to focus on this too much, but um, here's just one uh, example of uh, some of the signs that are that that popped up in the wake of all this. Uh, free the cows. There was also a demonstration that was held, which I will show in a second, uh, in front of, this is a protest in front of your sanctuary. The signs say animals stolen, hidden away, shut down. So, you know, this is a campaign against you. Um, how are you struggling? It. It hasn't been it hasn't been easy. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, there is a lot of turmoil that goes on inside. I have strong faith, uh, which is giving me a solid uh, foundation. Um, I can't help what's going on. I can't help what people think. I there's I have no control over what people do. Um, it, it's difficult for me because you know I can't go to the corner store like I used to. Uh, I can't go get coffee five minutes away. Uh, you know, I have to, if I do any shopping, it, it needs to be further away from the town. Uh, it's, you know, I really can't call anyone locally uh, to service our sanctuary like I could before. Uh, there's a lot of animosity and I get yelled at over the phone, uh, people believe what is written in the news, which is a lot of misinformation. There is so much mis misinformation in the news and they believe that. And uh, they, so it hasn't been good. But Jane, the one thing I just wanna say is that I, I don't harbor any ill feelings whatsoever. Uh, I just really wanna go on with taking care of the animals. I want to go on with providing them care and letting them live out their entire life at our sanctuary. These animals would have been slaughtered. They would have been killed. They never would have had a chance at life. And that's all we want to do. We just want to take care of the animals uh, that are here. And it's uh, really all I can say. All right. We've got other callers. Uh, let's go to our callers. Um, we have an anonymous caller. This gentleman wants to remain anonymous. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Um, good afternoon. Um, I wanted to understand if what the possibilities are to relocate the sanctuary, how many animals you have. Is it even feasible to do that to get you out of that area? I can answer. Yes. Uh, so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we could probably uh, do that. But the, but the thing is, we started build the sanctuary's been built from the ground up. When I moved here nearly a decade ago, there was nothing here, absolutely nothing. All the fences have been built. All the barns have been built. We have a beautiful educational center that is in near completion right now that we have been building for years since 2016. We've been raising money and, and trying to get grants and donations for it, and that's near completion. So if we were to relocate the sanctuary, how devastating that would be for us. All these things that we, all these things that we built and so that's why I I want to stay. I want to stay and I want to take care of the animals and I want to continue this mission uh, of caring for the, of, of showing, of having people see that these animals are just like individuals. They're loving and emotional and they deserve our protection. And I want to just continue that mission. Wow. This is a very emotional. Did you have a question? Um, another question, sir, or that was it? Uh, let, me, let me, yes, if I could take another quick minute. Sure. Um, so, Tracy, I've been following your case from day one. I'm here in California myself, and it's pretty clear to me that Big Ag is taking uh, aim at animal rights activists. They want to terrorize vegans and animal rights activists. This has got to be fought. We cannot, you know, fold. So I would like to, I don't know if you have, a, a, you know, specific ideas for fundraising, but I would like to personally offer a $5,000 matching funds. So if you're able to raise funds up to $5,000, I will match every dollar of that. And I'm happy to give my information to the gentleman on the phone. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is so kind of you. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. You just heard it here. Uh, somebody has called and is offering a $5,000 match. I just quickly wrote this up. Uh, while you were answering a $5,000 match for ashesfarmsanctuary.org. Um, as you've been hearing and seeing, Tracy Murphy is really in crisis due to, in my opinion, and let's face it, news is opinion these days. MSNBC has their opinions. Fox News has their opinions. And so do we. Due to no fault of her own. You know, you didn't proactively go and steal these cows. These cows wandered onto your property and um, they are, they have been returned. Do we even know what's happened to these cows? Um, we tried for uh, quite a while to find out what happened. The, my attorneys did everything that they could and no one wants to say and sadly, I can only, and we can only assume that they were um, slaughtered, they were killed. And I'm just so sorry for those, for those two, because all I wanted to do was just protect them. We are talking live. This is a, a really, really emotional issue. Um, Tracy Murphy 
who has been struggling to keep her sanctuary going after these two cows wandered onto her sanctuary. And as I said before, all hell broke loose. She was arrested and there is her mugshot. She was shackled. She was charged. And even though her case has been reduced from a felony to a misdemeanor, she still faces up to a year in prison. We've got more callers. So let's go to the phone lines. Uh, who else do we have? Um, Karen in Venice, California, your question or thought or comment. Hi, Jane. Thank you so much for having this interview. My heart goes out to you. It, it, this is just so unfair. Not only, you know, uh, the other caller asked about relocating your, your sanctuary. I think they need to relocate the, uh, the, the trial. It should not be anywhere near where this is happening um, because it will be biased. I, there's just no way it can't be. And, and my heart goes out to you. Um, you're doing such good things for the animals. Hopefully some of these people will watch this interview and um, change their minds. Um, I would like to also um, pledge a donation. Um, right now I'm just going to pledge $100. Um, but, but I will say that, um, I sell real estate. And so what I will do is, um, with my next transaction, I will donate a percentage of my, um, commission to your cause also. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, Karen, thank you so much for your generosity. So we've already got, because we have a match, that's $200. So I want to put up. Um, where people can donate to so that Karen, you can go straight to Asha's farm sanctuary.org. Remember there's an S there, not Asha farm sanctuary, Asha's farm sanctuary.org. And there's a donate button right there at the top donate. And uh, so this is, this is really exciting. The generosity of folks, um, uh, people are touched by your story for sure. Lindsay in Tarzana, your question or thought or comment for Tracy Murphy. Hi there, Tracy. Um, my heart goes out to you, and I want to thank you for your bravery. And uh, we will follow this through with you with coverage. I know Jane will on Jane TV will. And um, we're, we're with you on this. Um, I'm going to be sharing this out, and I want to ask everyone else to do the same. We've got to get this story out there. It's absolutely absurd. You rescued two animals that wandered on your property, and you currently face up to a year in prison, even though it's been uh, the, the charge has been lowered. I just want to also uh, offer what I can right now, which is a $100 donation. And um, like my friend, <laughs> like my friends, I will also continue to donate and, again, follow this story and help to share it out. If we all do whatever we can, $5, $10, and share this out and keep this story out there, it's going to help a lot. And I pray for you. God bless you. Thank you, Lindsay Baker. Amazing. We have another $100. So that's already 200 with the match, that's $400. How extraordinary. We've got people watching from all over the world. Chris Wall is watching Unshade TV from the United Kingdom. Thank you, Chris. Wow. Um, 
so these are the two animals at the heart of these case. This case, these two animals, these two cows wandered onto uh, Tracy Murphy's sanctuary property. And uh, as I said, the rest, well, you've been hearing about it. It's just extraordinary. I mean, this should be a civil case, in my opinion. You know, you, you see Judge Judy, those, those shows. I mean, small claims, perhaps. I don't know. But the idea that you're facing a year, up to a year in prison over this, and that let's just hit a couple of topics. The change of venue. Somebody said there should be a change of venue. It strikes me as absolutely um, makes total sense, given that the entire community is protesting against you and you've got plenty of evidence. Uh, there's actually video uh, of this protest and the t-shirts that are printed. And there's all sorts of evidence that how are you going to get a fair trial in this area? What's the status of that? Um, so that was something that my attorneys were working very hard on was getting a change of venue and it was being just denied and denied and uh, so it went to a superior court and the change of venue was denied there. Uh, there is no other court that we could go to. So we recently had a court hearing and uh, all the omnibus motions were put forward uh, to the new judge because the other judge had recused himself. And, you know, we were just, all my attorneys and me just thought this is where I'm going to be tried. I'm going to be tried in new fame. And I prayed <laughs> for God's will, uh, no matter what it was. And uh, the new judge uh, recused himself. He recused himself because he uh, said that he had relationships with local farmers and that he felt that there could be the potential of bias in the, the community if he ruled a certain way, not that he would be, but he did the right thing and he recused himself. So that means that I will not be tried in the town of Newfane. That is a fantastic thing because there is extreme bias in the community, community in Newfane, but I can still be tried into the next town. And this Naga County in, in this area, this is mainly a farming community. And so there's still a lot of bias out there. So that's where we're at right now. Wow. Well, I have to tell you that while you are dealing with this situation, I'm getting texts and we have a $1,000 anonymous donor who heard about the match and is saying that they would like to donate as well. They will donate. And uh, so you're already up to $2,400. That is pretty extraordinary. I am so grateful because this is like a miracle because it's been so hard this month. We, we haven't gotten any donations in. It's been really hard, not the donations that we used to get. And I couldn't even afford, you know, an, another an employee or I couldn't afford anyone. I, I'm out there all the time taking care of the animals and I love to do that. But it's been so, so, so hard. 
It's been so difficult. And this is like a miracle. That's all I can say. Thank you so much. All the people that are donating, all the very generous donors, God bless you. God bless you. And these are some of the animals who live at Asha's Farm Sanctuary. Tell us about them. And again, everybody who pledged, please follow through and go to ashasfarmsanctuary.org. Hit the donate button and let's get this done. Um, Wow, she needs our support desperately. And these animals who you're looking at need our support desperately. I mean, feed has skyrocketed. I know this independently. Tell us about these, these guys and gals. This is Ruthie. Uh, she she is a Yorkshire cross uh, pig. She was at a farm, and they were starving her to death. They were not giving her any food at all, wow. and she they weren't cleaning her stall. She was neck deep in feces, and the rescue workers thought that she would never be able to make it. They thought that her wounds were just too deep. And I talked with them and I said, please let her come to Asha's. He said, let me just put some food in her belly. Let me give her a lot of love. But most of all, let us just help give her time. And today she is happy and loved. And she meets thousands of people every year that come to the sanctuary little children. She's just the heart and soul of Asha's Farm Sanctuary. She's a joy. And I love her so much. Well, you know, you may be getting a little campaign or a big campaign against you in your community, but it seems like people around the world who are watching, oh, Deborah Sodaro just donated. I donate every month, but pledge $50 today. Whoa, let's hear that. And when you say pledge, please follow through Deborah Sodaro and go to um, the website and make that donation. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like to say anything to Deborah? Deborah is a, a form, was my work colleague <laughs> at where I worked, and she lives in Newfane now. And she is the most beautiful person in the world. And I love her dearly. And she has been supporting Asha throughout. And thank you, Deborah. Thank you. <laughs> Love you so much. Thank you. Wow. So this is super exciting. Um, we've got Jose on hold in Arlington. Uh, Jose, what is your question or thought? Hi. Um, I just, f- firstly, I wanted to say that, you know, I'm terribly sorry for uh, to Tracy for, for this, you know, horrible experience that she was forced into. But my question is, um, how can we com- how can we combat these unconstitutional actions to prevent this injustice from happening to others? Thank you. I don't know, Jane. I'm going to give that to you. Well, I, honestly, I think what we're doing, first of all, um, get the word out. I've watched a lot of these interviews that were done. Some of them were fair. There were a couple that were fair, but there were some that were just really unfair local news reporters saying, Hmm, I don't see how they could have possibly snuck out of the fence an electric fence or, uh, Oh, I, I mean, literally basically opinionating. Now I was in local news for decades. You don't opinionate on local news, you know, unless you're doing a feature story. 
Um, and that just seemed unfair. I think that some of the coverage draw, drove um, the the hate campaign. Have you you've gotten threats, haven't you, Tracy? I get threats every day till this day. When this first started happening, I was getting death threats. I had someone that said that they were going to knock down my door at 2 a.m. and they were going to hang me from the trees and that that, that was a threat and that, that it was going to happen. And I had reported it to the police. That's not the only threat. Constant threats about being uh, hung, uh, you know, shot, uh, just just horrible, horrible, horrible things. Uh, and uh, you know, I want to say that I have a, my dog, my Tibetan Mastiff, and she came into my life a few months before this all happened. Her name is Stasha, and the name of the sanctuary is Asha. And her name is Stasha. And if you break that apart, it means Saint Asha. So oh. she has been my saint looking over me. And, and I feel so protected with her. Um, but uh, yeah, I've had trespassers uh, come onto my property. Uh, just, just horrible things. Um, and I live here. <laughs> I live here. This is my, my home. And, and all I can say, I'm right now protected by God. I just want to say we got breaking news. I'm going to put up my breaking news banner. Woo! Nilofar Ashgarian, who had called earlier with a question, has just donated $500 to Asha's Farm Sanctuary, which means that is now $1,000. So that's $1,000, $2,000. Oh, my God, I got to keep track of this. This is so exciting. What is your reaction? What would you like to say to Nilofar? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so kind and wonderful and generous of you. And thank you for your compassion. Thank you for your love. Thank you for caring. Uh, God bless you. Thank you so much. Wow. This is amazing. Absolutely incredible. We're going to go to the phone lines again. And Sarah, your question or thought in Los Angeles. Hi, I heard about your story, and I wanted to call to say, um, would this be something that you would want to contact Court TV and maybe put cameras in the courtroom and have this so that other people can see what happens? Because this would be like a case that maybe no other court would ever see, or is this even going to court? That's my question. Thank you. Well, it is going to court and you raise a good question is what's next? This has been a saga that's been going on well over a year, disrupting your sanctuary, drying up donations. Thank God we've got some good donations today. But what, when are you actually going to go to trial? This has been going on a long time. This has been going on for a very long time. And uh, right now, we don't even know where I'm going to be tried. Uh, is because the second judge has now recused himself from the case. There's only two justices in the town of Newfane. So we haven't heard anything yet about where I'm going to be tried. Uh, the, the prosecutor definitely wants to go ahead. They are pushing this case forward. They, are, they want to go to trial. Woo. And uh, I 
that's all I can I can say right now is that uh, they're looking at uh, a trial date in April, from what I understand. We've this got is- more breaking news. Let's go to our comment section. Wow. Look at this. Akil just donated $250. We're with you. That gets matched to $500. Akil, what would you like to say to Akil? Akil, thank you so much. This is so kind of you, so wonderful of you. Uh, He is a a volunteer for Asha's Farm Sanctuary. He is a wonderful support. He's a beautiful person. And uh, I, I, this is just so kind and generous of you. Um, thank you for everything that you've done. Your support is keeping me together. Thank you. Wow. Okay. We got another caller, Tony in Los Angeles. Your question or thought for Tracy Murphy. Yes. Hi. I heard about your case and then, I kind of, you know, lost track of it, and uh, sorry to hear what you're going through. Uh, is there anything we can do to support, you know, besides giving donations? And I also, I'd like to, you know, pledge $100. $100! Oh, my gosh, thank you, Tony. Oh, this is amazing, $100 from Tony, which is matched, which means it's 200 So, wow, um, we've got... $1,000 from an anonymous donor. Now, we have the $5,000 match from the anonymous donor from California. So I'm very, I'm excited about this. Uh, this is unbelievable. We've got the $5,000 match from the California donor. We've got the $1,000 uh, anonymous match, anonymous donation. So that means it's 2000 Then we've got $500 from Nilofar which that makes that uh, a, a thousand. And then we've got 100, 200, 300, which makes it 600 and 250, which makes it 500. So we're up and we're just up to 3,000, 4,100. Wow, we're getting there. Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Uh, this is the kind of TV show I like to do with all of those terrible, terrible things happening every day to see the generosity of the human spirit, the other side of the human spirit is so heartwarming. We've got some questions. Uh, Peter McQueen wants to know, is Wayne Shung still able to represent you, Tracy? Uh, Yeah, from, yes, yes. Uh, Wayne, Wayne is, Wayne is there and he is working uh, with my other attorneys, uh, Chris Carraway um, and Bonnie, and uh, he's Wayne is 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 wonderful. I um, love love Wayne so much. Yes, and Wayne's been through his own trial here, and he was uh, convicted and uh, actually uh, was just released. We did total team coverage of that case. Uh, here is his uh, arrest photo. Um, We did total team coverage of that case here on Unchained TV. He served, and with time served, and with California's halftime, he got out in a couple of weeks. Um, Lindsay Baker says, I completed my donation on the website using PayPal. It was easy. This is very, very exciting. Let's see if we have any more callers. Okay, I want to go to something that I think is absolutely fascinating. 
And I was just looking at your social media last night, getting ready for the show. And I noticed that yet another cow has wandered onto your property. I'm going to play the video because it shows that it happens, right? Because there had been an sort of insinuation that maybe you were a cattle rustler and you had jumped in there in a ninja suit in the middle of the night and grabbed those two cows over an electric fence or whatever. This just happened not so long ago. Check this out. And then we're going to talk about it on the other side. Yeah. Yet another cow has wandered on to Asha's Farm Sanctuary. A week ago Sunday, another cow wandered onto Asha's Farm Sanctuary. She was young and scared because she was being chased by a man on an ATV. I spotted the man before I saw who he was chasing. I immediately ran out and told him to get off my property, but he ignored me and continued to chase the terrified calf down our stone road past multiple no trespassing signs and eventually chasing the poor baby toward the wooded side of our property. Asha's staff and I contacted the sheriff immediately and they came out to take a report. They have yet to publicly identify the trespasser. At Asha's, we treat everyone with kindness. We are a sanctuary to everyone who comes here. We name all the animals when they arrive here, and we are calling this little one Rose. It breaks our hearts to see babies like Rose being harassed by an ATV on our land. If this man was concerned about this animal escaping, he should have talked to us and let us help him rather than giving chase without permission through a property. We'll let you know if there are any developments in Rose's story. Wow. Oh my gosh. What happened to Rose and what, why do you feel that this is an example. I mean, I'm answering my own question. It's obviously an example that animals wander onto your property. I, we don't know what happened happened to Rose. Uh, the trespasser came onto Asha's property and and chased her down. Uh, we don't know what what happened, and uh, it's very 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 sad. Um, Jane, what was your second question? Uh, no, I'm saying, do you, do you regard it as, it seems to me, common sense that it's, it's exhibit A that, yes, animals do wander onto your property because there so, has been an implication that maybe you, you know, in a ninja outfit in the dead of night had, you know, shimmied from some <laughs> pole or whatever and rustled cows. Um, there were accusations in the community that you were a cattle rustler. Uh, there are many accusations that uh, I that I stole the cows that I, I don't know in the middle of the night went over <laughs> in to somebody's property and stole the cows and that is absolutely not true. Uh, those cows, uh, Little Willow and Ishmael, those precious precious cows wandered onto the sanctuary, my property, and the video that you see that everybody saw is evidence 
that uh, this this happens uh, in 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 this area. Cars escape uh, all the time, and uh, so yeah, she this we named her Rose. We really don't know this cow's name. I named her Rose because she deserves a name, but uh, she just came running onto our property, uh, probably from another local uh, farm, and it happens. It, it happens all the. I guess it happens a lot in this uh, farming community. What's what's the big picture here? I mean, to me, what I see is this is a, it gets to the heart of the matter. Are animals mere property? Um, or are they sentient beings who deserve compassion and consideration? And also, are they smart enough to maybe want to get away? <laughs> I mean, you saw that cow Rose running like, uh, you know, all get out to get away from that ATV and that man on that ATV. You can't deny it. She was running away. Um, and so what are your big picture thoughts about where, you know, as we look back at the history of the animal rights movement, there are moments, there are cases. And a lot of times you can't tell the significance of the cases until you know, you're you're looking at it from a historical standpoint. But in your mind, where does this stand in history? These animals have feelings. They have emotions. They know if they're in danger or if they're safe. And, and obviously, uh, little Willow and Ishmael felt very safe at our sanctuary, very safe around me that that's obvious and i hope what it does is it shows people that they're emotional they want to live they want to be with their families they don't they don't want their lives to end short they don't want to be sent to a cruel slaughter where they cry and beg for their lives because they cry tears cows cry tears they want to live and so I hope that that shows that these animals deserve compassion and that they deserve mercy and they deserve our love and our respect. Uh, and so the goal is, is that we move away from our reliance on animal products and we look at a, a vegan lifestyle and start learning about a vegan lifestyle and, uh, and, and move away from these animal products that just cause this pain and suffering towards these animals. It's just proof, even in Ishmael's case, Little Willow's case, and now Rose's case, that they're running for their lives. They're running for their lives. Wow. It's, it's a very powerful interview we've done today because you've been, they put you through the ringer, as they say. Um, and would you do it all over again? Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I did it out of love. Everything that I did was out of mercy. It, and, and you can't change that. So once again, the great and uplifting news from out of this really extraordinary interview is that an anonymous donor from California called during the interview and said he was very touched by Tracy's story thought it was terribly unfair what was being done to her and what continues to be done to her. Ostracism within the community, 
facing up to a year in prison. And he donated up to $5,000, a match. And then we got other donations coming in, which um, $1,000 from an anonymous donor, $500 from Nilofar Ashgarian, $250 from Ashkeel, $100 from Lindsay, $100 from Karen, $100 from Tony. And um, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but in my mind, that adds up to over $4,000, which I think will help. And I hope others continue. Oh, Ashkil. Yeah, we got Ashkil. And guys, you know, and gals watching, if this if this upsets you, you know, it's Christmas. It's tax deductible. So you will get a receipt, right, from, uh, oh, my gosh, $100 from Nancy. Karen LaCava says her friend Nancy is giving $100. So there we go. Nancy, wow. So then that becomes $200. So that's $4,300. Woo, we're so close to the $5,000. Wow, this is is really, really, really exciting. Um, And thank you, Karen LaCava, who's an amazing, I happen to know Karen, She's an amazing vegan chef and vegan realtor. She also pledged a percentage of her next sale. She's a a realtor here in uh, Venice, California. So, wow, I would like to say that your story inspires me because you seem to have maintained, oh, Jenny McQueen just donated $50 from Peter McQueen letting us know. Jenny McQueen just donated $50 and that is amazing. And that brings it up to $104,400. Woohoo! Amazing. Thank you, Peter, for letting us know. And thank you, Jenny McQueen, who's an amazing activist out of Toronto, Canada. People are watching in Toronto. People are watching in England and people are watching uh, all around the United States. Well, we're reaching the end of this episode. I just want to say um, your actions are heroic, in my opinion. I really hope if anybody from your community is watching, that maybe their hearts have been opened and maybe they could see your side of it. Andrew Andy just said he's donating $50. Fantastic. Thank you, Andrew Andy. And please, I'm going to write that down. Andrew Andy. Oh my gosh. So now we're at 4,500. Woohoo. This is amazing. I do hope I have an optimistic spirit and I do think that ultimately Kate, oh my gosh, Jill Marie just donated a hundred. Hang in there, Tracy and Kate Boral, 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 Boralwiak just donated a hundred. I'm writing these downs. I think I'll just wrap up by saying, hang in there, Tracy. There are people who love you and who care about you. And um, thank you, Jill Marie. Jill Marie, amazing, incredible. We're we're making it to the to the five thousand. Joan Marie Camish says, I will make a donation when possible. We're gonna get to that five thousand. Thank you, everybody who donated. And Tracy, thank you. As one of the donors said, hang in there. Thank you for tuning in to Unchained TV. 
We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.